Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. We hope you enjoy this sermon from a recent Sunday worship service. I was in an airport of several years ago, pre-COVID, and I was on my way home to DC from Kansas City. I was returning from leading a drum circle at a friend's art studio out there, and I was dressed like a hippie. I had my Native American drum slung over my shoulder, and I was just hanging out in the terminal. I can't remember if I was in seminary yet, but it might have been that first year I was in those early stages of discernment. And with me in the terminal at the gate was a whole gang of evangelical Christians who had just come from church camp. And they were all wearing matching t-shirts and they were amped up on their faith. And while we were waiting in line to board, one of them turned to me and asked if I knew Jesus. And I said, yeah, I know Jesus. He's a really cool dude. (laughs) And she said, oh yeah? Well, do you know him as your personal Lord and Savior? And I said, you know, I did for a long time. And what I found about God was that God, for me, is just too big for one religion. And so I expanded my faith to include other ideas. And she just stared back at me. (laughs) And some of her friends as well. They hadn't quite prepared for that response. I think they'd prepared for a hostile response or a no thank you, but they hadn't quite prepared for that one. And my hope is in that pregnant pause that maybe I planted some kind of seed of openness in their heart that day to think about their faith. I didn't want to belittle their faith or practice. I really wanted to live the value of pluralism by sharing the good news of my faith with them. And I often wonder, though, what would have happened if we had continued talking on the flight? UU minister, Reverend Tandy Rogers, describes an experience on a plane where she overhears two evangelical Christian ministers talking and engages them in conversation. After Reverend Tandy shares that she's a UU, The younger one looks at her blankly, and the older one says, you haven't heard of UUs? They're the ones with all the ethics and none of the doctrine. (laughs) They do good without believing in hell. That's quite the description. They're the ones with all the ethics and none of the doctrine. They do good without believing in hell. That's not where she expected him to go. (laughs) And the younger one was a little fascinated by this. You don't believe in hell? And the older one put on his headphones and settled in for the flight. (laughs) (laughs) And they started talking. They engaged in this conversation. And she started explaining the difference between the Christian doctrine and the Unitarian Universalist faith to him. She said, we're born, we believe that we're born from goodness and love so overwhelming that our minds can't comprehend it. And that when we return, when we die, we return to that love. 
And there's not really a whole lot of discussion on ha what happens exactly when we die because we simply cannot know. Science can't tell us and we cannot know. So the important part that we do discuss more often is the in-between, the doing. Our job as children of God is to remember as best we can that mind-blowing, fierce love of goodness and build it here on earth. Just beautiful. The important part is the in-between, the doing. What are we called to do as Unitarian Universalists? New language about our faith was proposed by the Article II Study Commission in 2022 and is up for a vote to adopt denomination-wide at the UUA General Assembly in 2024. It states simply that love is the power that holds us together and is at the center of our shared values. We are accountable to one another for doing the work of living our shared values through the spiritual discipline of love. Inseparable from one another, these shared values are interdependence, pluralism, justice, transformation, generosity, and equity. Now, interdependence is the interconnectedness of everything. It says, we honor the interdependent web of all existence of which we are part. With humility and reverence, we covenant to protect the earth and all beings from exploitation, creating and nurturing sustainable relations of repair, mutuality, and justice. How do we treat the earth? How do we treat each other? How do we say, I'm sorry? How do we work on atonement? Repair is what we do with each other, but atonement is what we do with God, what we do with the God of our understanding or even the internal dialogue with ourselves. How do we get right with ourselves again when we know we need to get right? Pluralism. It's the diversity of the sacred, the multiplicities of the divine. We celebrate that we are all sacred beings, diverse in culture, experience, and theology. And we covenant to learn from one another in our free and responsible search for truth and meaning. We embrace our differences and commonalities with love, curiosity, and respect. How do we create a culture of celebration with our interfaith siblings, learning from one another and growing on our journeys? Our choir, our choir sang, love has broken down the wall. Let us join our hearts as one, love has broken down the wall. Justice, a commitment to love in public. We work to be diverse, multicultural, beloved communities where all thrive. We covenant to dismantle racism in all its forms of systematic oppression. We support the use of inclusive democratic processes to make decisions within our congregations and the society at large. In other words, how are we working to get everybody free? 
Activist and community organizer Fannie Lou Hamer said, nobody's free until everybody's free. Activist and community organizer Ella Baker said, and then Sweet Honey in the Rock sang, we who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. How are we working to get everybody free? What are our social justice causes that we get behind? How do we invest ourselves, our resources? How do we divest? How do we dismantle? How do we detach from all forms of systematic oppression? Transformation. The willingness to transform ourselves, to transform the world. The language says we adapt to the changing world. We covenant to collectively transform and grow spiritually and ethically. Openness to change is fundamental to our Unitarian and Universalist heritage. Never complete and never perfect. How are we flexible? How do we recognize and energize our spirit of learning, that never complete, never perfect attitude? Our mission statement here at UUCF is to transform ourselves, our community, and the world through acts of love and justice. And Adrienne Marie Brown says, change is constant. Be like water. Stay adaptable. Stay changing. Generosity reflects the attitude of abundance. We cultivate a spirit of gratitude and hope. We covenant to freely and compassionately share our faith, presence, and resources. Our generosity connects us to one another in relationships of interdependence and mutuality. How do we let the lives we lived speak for us? How do we let the friends we've made speak for us? Let the work we've done, let the love we've shared speak for us. How do we share our faith with others or our presence with others or our resources with others? We dedicate our offering each week with words that turn us toward an attitude of abundance and gratitude. May our own needs and the needs of others bring us clarity and compassion. By sharing our gifts in community, we enrich our lives and the world around us. Finally, equity is our final value, active inclusion and recognition of worth. We declare that every person has the right to flourish with inherent dignity and worthiness. And we covenant to use our time, wisdom, attention, and money to build and sustain fully accessible and inclusive communities. How do we actively welcome the stranger? How do we adapt to make sure we are always in right relationship? How do we say, I'm sorry, and repair? when we fall short. We forgive ourselves and each other. 
we begin again in love? How do we begin again in love with new intentions and new wisdom? These values, all hinging on the principle of love, call us in Unitarian Universalism to a life-saving faith. Unitarian Universalism saves lives. Our capacity for welcome, for radical welcome, can be life-saving. If you'll return to me, return with me to the story from earlier, Reverend Tandy Rogers writes about her encounter with the evangelical Christian men on the plane and her experience in, <clears throat> in Unitarian Universalism. She says, my people so often leap into an explanation of what we are not. We are so against proselytizing that we swing hard the other way and don't even talk about our religion, let alone invite people to worship. I'm a bit unusual that way, she says. I love talking about what people believe in. I want people to find the community that lights them up and connects them to the divine. How do you talk about your Unitarian Universalism with others? Reverend Tandy and this young evangelical Christian had time on the flight to get into their stories. He shared his story of a difficult childhood, addiction, giving up, and then getting a kind invitation to attend a church. The clear doctrine gave him a place to rest his burden and find new life choices. Reverend Tandy shared her story of acceptance in a faith tradition that preached that she was whole, holy, and loved. And they had had some time together, but it took a breath of courage for her to ask, does your church speak out against homosexuality? He paused and nodded slowly. Reverend Tandy gently shared that she did, simply didn't understand that. How do you reconcile the passage in Matthew 22, verse 36, when they ask, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the, all the law? And Jesus replies, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second commandment is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the laws and all the prophets hang on these two commandments. The young man said, she was probably right, that it probably all comes down to love. They prayed together, holding hands on that plane, forming such an unlikely connection that day. And as Reverend Tandy and the two evangelical Christians were exiting the plane, deboarding, she overheard the older one ask the younger if he had saved her. And the younger one replied, no, she's already saved. I love her story of how she shared the good news of her faith with this man, because I think it helped him understand and see that she too was operating from a place of loving her neighbor as herself, 
that she too lifted up and worshipped that mind-blowing source of love with all her heart, all her mind, and all her spirit. What do you say when you're asked about your faith? What do you do when your faith calls you to do or say something? May you have the courage to try and perhaps fail and try again humbly, forgiving ourselves and each other, beginning again and again and again in love. Blessed be, may it be so, and amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. To listen to more sermon podcasts, go to uucf.org slash worship hyphen services and scroll down to sermon podcasts.